This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. One man we never have to carry, though. Our guy, Alan Bell from Sportsline. Thank you. Joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line. Alan, how you doing, sir? And what you got in this game tonight? Hey, it's fantastic. First off, let me say that's a great transition. Yeah, I got to agree with Tristan on Thank that one. That was solid work yeah. right there. So um, look, you. I'm on, yeah, I'm on 76ers money line. Um, there you go. What else are we on? Suns money line. Yeah, and uh, Carolina. Yeah, I got Carolina actually puck line plus one and a half. So North yeah. Carolina, come on and raise up. Uh, if they can pull this off in Boston, that'd be huge, huge for them. So let's see if they can get that job done. AB, I got to ask you, of course, it's schedule release day. What are your biggest takeaways from schedule release day? Do you go ahead and try to shop around for some early lines and go ahead and just just bite off a, a lot more than you can chew? Or maybe you can chew. Like, how, how do you consume schedule release day? And then what's your uh, betting strategy with that? Yeah, so um, I don't really hit week one lines. Um, I will hit futures, though. I'll hit team wins for sure. You yeah. kind of have a feeling of teams going into it, and then you get an idea. And what I look for, uh, you know, kind of are those teams – and then I look at uh, good or bad stretches during the season, right? Where's their bye week? Uh, where, you know, do they have, you know, like a brutal road stretch where they have like three or four straight on the road or three, two straight against, you know, really good teams, um, you know, kind of coming out of the bye week. Like you just try to find little numbers like that to where you say, all right, that actually is probably going to equal uh, to, you know, one more win or one less win, depending on what it is. So that's kind of how I approach it, man. But, uh, week one, uh, yeah, I, I hold off uh, just because so many things could happen from here to uh, to September. I always find it wild when people are like, man, week four, week five, five and a half point dogs. And not only will I never bet on a game like past <laughs> week two, Alan, I'll never buy tickets ever again. I bought tickets for the last two matchups where I thought I was maybe possibly going to get uh, Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. The first time we got Matt Moore versus Aaron Rodgers. And then this year, got rid of those very quickly, luckily, because it was Jordan Love against Patrick Mahomes. So. Um, that's the future. I, like, I love the schedule release, but I'm like, okay, you know, he, like, I don't know what a big tease. So I did play one win total so far <laughs> and it's your team and it went up early and I saw there was a nine available and I actually went under, I hate to overreact to losing a wide receiver, AJ Brown, losing Julio Jones. Um, but the whole situation with like Ryan Tannehill doing the Brett Favre thing where he doesn't want to mentor Malik. And, you know, I think Vrabel's a good coach, but I worry about him in the big game situations. That was the first one I played Allen. Your thoughts on Tennessee heading into the season, you know, after losing A.J. Brown, you do bring in Robert Woods, but how healthy is he going to be? Yeah, I 100% agree with you on that, right? Like, look at last year with Tennessee, even with having so many injuries and players, like every single thing in the world did go right for Tennessee, despite that, right? And, And normally we see that, you know, in the NFL, like if you see a team that has 11 fumbles on the season and they recovered 11 fumbles. Like usually the next year you get 11 and you lose all of them. Right. Like I think that's going to be kind of the year for Tennessee. Uh, and look, I wouldn't be surprised if this locker room, I'm not saying falls apart. Like I don't want to be that negative, but 
I could see some problems happening here because your kind of key pieces here are kind of falling apart. Like, we'll see, you know, Derrick Henry coming off of an injury. What happens if he gets injured again? What happens if Ryan Tannehill, like you mentioned, something goes sour there? Taylor Lewan, you know, he yeah. can go positive or negative on you real quick, man. And whichever way he goes, a lot of other people go too. So, long story short, I agree. I like the under, and I think that Indianapolis – uh, might be the much better team this and, year. And really quickly, like with all due respect to Ryan Tannehill, because he's been solid since he's taken over that job. But like, who the hell does he think he is? Aaron Rodgers called Jordan Love after he was drafted, and, and that's Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like Tom Brady was fine yeah. with Jimmy Garoppolo. Like you're Ryan Tannehill. No offense, man. Sorry, you can go on, Tristan. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And, and you know, it's one of those things to where you had the bad playoff game, awful, you know, yeah. and then you didn't, yeah, then he didn't show up, you know, for the offseason work when everyone else did. Like, it's just kind of compiling here, man. And I'll tell you this. The fan base in Nashville and in Tennessee, uh, it's turning on Ryan very quickly. Like, the first bad game that he has, watch. People will be screaming for Malik Willis. I promise you that. Yeah, that was one of the craziest things for him to say what he did about Malik Willis. Like, I'm not in charge of mentoring someone. Like, And I think Robert Griffin uh, III said it best when he's like, you can feel all those things. Be like, you sad. absolutely can. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as you vocalize that, it makes you look very insecure. It makes you feel like look like you're very threatened. And it makes you look like Ryan Tim. It makes you look like, like your Fox. job's <laughs> about to get, get taken from you, Alan. Um, I'm very yeah. interested uh, in your feelings about these win totals so far. Um, we've seen some interesting numbers. I'm curious about your thoughts about teams that you like the overs on. Uh, let's see. All right. So basically I'm looking at teams that I think are going to take a jump this year. All right. So, uh, it, weirdly enough, as it sounds, I think the Jets are an attractive team. I, I was just, yeah, I just was looking at that five and a half is the number. Yep. Yeah. I think that's a very, very true. Now their schedule's tough. Like, I mean, obviously we don't know the full schedule. There's some people might, if you follow like the, the beat reporters and stuff, but they've got some tough opponents today, and I think that they're going to have one or two tough stretches. But yeah, I agree. I, I think over five and a half is kind of a good play on that one. Uh, I'll say this. Fade the Falcons. All right? I think the Falcons in one to two years will be decent, but this year, no, it's not going to happen at all, especially uh, at the quarterback position. So I would fade them. I would take the under there. Uh, also, Chicago Bears, over. I like the Chicago Bears. Again, I'm not saying they're going to win the North. I'm not saying they're going to make any type of like huge run. I just think that they're going to be improved. It's going to be yeah. addition by subtraction for Chicago. So, yeah, those are my favorite uh, three right there. Just really quick to add on to your point, Alan, um, the Jets won – or the Jets lost six games – by a touchdown or less. So yeah, now that they have point. improved yeah. their defense, a lot to be a lot to be excited about there, especially when they ended up getting what like four guys the best at their position potentially yeah. in the draft. draft. Yeah, they had a really good draft. Yeah, hundred percent. We're joined now by Alan Bell of Sportsline on the Roman Guest Line. Our guy AB breaking down all things NFL as best he knows how. AB, I got to ask you this: Have you checked out the comeback? Player of the Year odds at BetMGM. I have not. Do you have those handy? Oh, you know I do, sir. The favorite to win this award, Derrick Henry, plus 300. He's in front of Deshaun Watson at plus 650. Do I just take my money and put it on Derrick Henry right now? You are the Derrick Henry insider. So talk me off of this ledge because I'm about to jump. 
Well, let me tell you this, man. All right, so Derek's coming off injury, but uh, I've seen him around Nashville a couple times. Like, the dude's looking fine. Like, trust me. Like, he's looking all right. My man is looking as big as ever. Like, he's, he's looking good. And let me also say point number two. They're not going to give it to Deshaun Watson. Absolutely <laughs> not. Zero percent chance. That is a yeah, PR nightmare. You can go ahead and cross him off the list. I don't care if he throws for 60,000 yards this year. They are not honoring Deshaun Watson. Uh, yeah, I mean, Derek, I just have that play. Also, speaking on that, he's going to get as many carries as he wants because, one, like you mentioned, you know, A.J. Brown being gone at two, there's really nobody behind him either. Right, so yeah, I think Derrick Henry's a good play there. Hey, Alan, I want to get your opinion on the AFC North. I mean, some people are saying like the Bengals are going to suffer from regression this year, which could happen if Zach Taylor is really that bad. But I mean, I just think they're too talented. Who do you like in that division? You already brought up Deshaun Watson. If he's available, if he plays for Cleveland, I really like them to win 11, 12 games. But it's a tough one to call. What do you think about the Bengals in that division, just as a whole? Yeah, it is a tough one to call. Now, I'll say if Deshaun Watson is healthy, good to go, and, and can play. 17 games, I might mess around and take the Browns because Deshaun is that good, right? However, I'm not big on the Ravens. Uh, I I do think that there will be a natural regression to the Bengals. I'm not saying that they fall apart, but I don't think that they're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, Quite honestly, I think it's going to come down to Cincinnati and Cleveland if Deshaun Watson is going to go. If he's not or he's put on a commissioner's list or something, we'll take them off. Uh, But it's... I'm not I'm not a big believer in Baltimore, and I'm definitely not a big believer in the Pittsburgh Steelers. That said, the Pittsburgh Steelers I don't think leave the Eastern Time Zone all season. There's it's something like that. Take a look when the schedules come out. Yeah. The AFC North. There's something geographically about them to where their miles traveled is much lower than every other you know division. So take a look there. But I believe that the Steelers legitimately just don't leave the Eastern Time Zone. I think Mr. Trubisky could do okay. Um, but yeah, like I, I would take Cleveland if Deshaun's good. If not, I'll take. I'll roll the Bengals. AB, thank you so much for joining the show, brother. Can't wait to talk to you soon. And happy betting this evening and for the rest of your life, for that matter. <laughs> Hey, you guys too, man. I appreciate you. Take care.